1: Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show. We've been running longer than any other video game radio show in the world. And we keep going on about that because it's basically all we've got going <laughs> for us. My name's Steve Curran.
0: Hello, I'm Simon Byron. And for
1: the next hour-ish, we're going to be talking video games and other things that will come up along the, the way. How are bobs- you, Simon?
0: Ah. Oh. Do you want me to lie? <laughs> I'm, fine. I'm gonna lie. Say fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll lie back. I'm fine. too. Yeah.
1: it's <laughs> fine. Everything's
0: fine. I don't know. I mean, when they look back at this period in history and uh, you know uh, peel peel away some of the challenges, I, I don't know. It will be this or the last couple of weeks. I think where it's like, oh god, I'm just getting really, really fed up of this now. Hmm. It does um, feel like it's –
1: it feels like the end of this is both tantalisingly close and also unknowable and infinite.
0: uh, We're going to hear some news next week, aren't we, on uh, when we're going to be allowed to do things again, when we're going to be able to laugh again. Well, theoretically,
1: theoretically Monday's the day. Uh, February 22nd is – is the day we're hearing that we may find out about the loosening of uh, lockdown restrictions? It sounds to me. It uh, sounds to me, from what they've briefed the Tory newspapers. It sounds to me like uh, it's all going to start to start to get a little bit better in Easter. We'll be allowed outside again to meet. <laughs> one other human.
0: <laughs> Just to feel sunlight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> something isn't it? It's something.
0: Anyway, anyway,
1: that's all the positive news. Exactly. Yeah, Uh, Um, yeah. I mean, actually, truthfully, in positive news, I found a lot of light in video games this week, and we'll talk about that
0: later in the show. I've got an unexpected game to review. Good, you're going to be carrying me, because um, I did promise you, as a birthday present, that I would play the game that you suggested last week, and to my slight credit, (laughs) mild credit, I did look it up. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) And I thought, oh, it's it's free to play as well. Um, What was this game? Frog, something. Oh, frog fractions. Frog fractions. um But yeah, you know, I've just found it really, really difficult to to. Uh, you know, I get up at half past six or earlier. Actually, that's the latest that I get up. Often I just I sort of wake up at four and then I can't get back to sleep. But then I get out of bed at half six when my daughter gets out when the sun rises on her baby clock and tells her that she can leave her room. Uh, I get up, we we'll get her to nursery, I work, and by the end of the day, I'm just exhausted. Do you know the only thing I do now is once well, she's gone to bed and we've gone through the rigmarole of her, oh, daddy, I haven't got any songs on. Daddy, I've done a poo. <laughs> like, all of the negotiations that you go it through places. every night. Yeah. Um, about eight o'clock, I just sit down and watch the chase, repeats of the chase on <laughs> Challenge TV. I said, I, that's it. Until I go to bed and start the whole thing again.
1: I'll tell you, the while we're getting rid of all of this stuff at the top end of the show, so it can only be happiness and up and up and up from here, I'll tell you the the sort of bleak, um, this is where we are moment that happened to me this week, was, um, I don't know if you... Did you see any of the news this week about the new social media network that has has, uh, come from nowhere? Is this Clubhouse... No, it's not Clubhouse. Clubhouse is the one that people are talking about. Like, is is like, oh, have you got Clubhouse invite? Clubhouse, Clubhouse is, um, as I understand it, uh, it is live audio blogging. Is that right?
0: I don't know. I got somebody sent me an somebody sent me an invite that said, hey, I've got an, I've got I've uh, got an invite to Clubhouse. It'd be really good for One Life Left and i i I opened it and I was like, this just reads like spam, so uh I didn't right. even click on it in case they were going to nick my bank details, but um,
1: someone told me it was uh it clubhouse was like going to a conference where everything is a panel i e the worst <laughs> part of conferences uh and I speak as someone who's been on plenty of panels in the, <clears throat> in the past um no, it's not that uh it's much more exciting than that i heard uh heard from a friend someone messaged me and said. Uh, Steve, amazing news, MySpace is back. What? And it isn't MySpace. Uh, so MySpace has sort of been bumbling around doing nothing. I don't remember whether Timberlake still owns a bit of it or, or what, but MySpace, the domain, still exists. But someone bored of MySpace not existing has created a thing called Space Hay. Uh, that's space, H-E-Y, dot com. And to all intents and purposes, it looks and feels exactly like MySpace did in 2005. Wow. And it's perfect. And I was I was overjoyed because that was peak social media. That was when everything was good and everything in life was possible. Everything felt possible at that point. And, um, and so I immediately went there. I registered. Uh, went straight on space hey got this wave of nostalgia hit me as this kind of 2005 2006 era uh web design was there Even the logo the colors are exactly like myspace registered got an email went on and it said start filling out your profile and uh still got it uh, like the top thing the very first thing you have to fill in is about me and i was like what am i gonna write am i gonna write the same thing as i wrote you know 15 or 16 years ago because that'd be funny wouldn't it only it turns out that isn't funny (laughs) that's just a moment of realization that yes everything has changed time has moved on and everything that was possible when you filled out that myspace profile for the first time you could meet anyone you could do anything those doors are closed it's one in, one out now on Friendship. That's it. <laughs> it's it's over. Um, so, so far, Simon, my profile on MySpace reads this. Blur- oh, sorry, on Space, hey. It says, blurbs about me. I make video games. And that's as far as I've got. It's been open for six days.
0: Uh, how long do you think you're going to stick with it? Well, I haven't even
1: got to the clicking yes this is my profile thing first i'm pretty convinced i don't know if you ever go through this with with browsers as well but there's often i open uh, pages for example like this or things that i intend to do in the future and they stay there on a tab on my browser until the browser crashes at some point and then it's gone forever and so a weight is lifted from my mind Mm. uh I, i imagine i will never finish this profile but that said, one life left, listeners. If you want to make friends with me on Space, hey, just look me up. Maybe everything is still possible. I don't know.
0: A um, internet joke that I got bored of uh, quite quickly a couple of weeks ago was after I got my new phone and um, the S twenty one Ultra Galaxy S twenty one Ultra, uh, which uses an S pen. You can write on it, so it's a, it's like a version of the Note. Uh, Gary Penn used to used to have used to um, used to rave about the Note. He used to do little sketches and. He's a talented artist, and I'm not. But um, so he uses a yes pen, and I thought look, the only thing I, I draw is, mm-hmm. uh, and I think I'm able to say this word. It's just biology. The only thing I draw is penises, mm-hmm. um, of course. But you're an you're an artist. So. I'm an artist, and it's so not
1: caricature. <laughs> it's it's in depth, plenty of shading.
0: Like. Well. So I registered on Twitter the account S Penises, S, Pen, S. <laughs> S Pen, And I was just going to take news photos and just draw yeah. penises on them. I did it for six days, and that was two weeks ago was the last one. I've got Brilliant. three followers, one of which Brilliant. is the marketing person from Samsung. <laughs> 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 I'm 49. <laughs> All right, uh, we we're
1: one life left. We're a radio show about video games and i promise you it is up and up from here in the show and in life uh this is the news There's been quite a lot of news this week, Simon.
0: Awful lot of news, and I've got three of them. Three news. Three of them. I think. Okay, I,
1: I didn't even bother to select. I just called up uh, Gamma Sutra and VG247. I was like, that is a lot of news. I'll just roll with whatever Simon goes for. So, okay, uh, go first story.
0: Uh, from Eurogamer PS5 DualSense Teardown reveals potential causes of controller drift. Wesley in Poole writes, a new PlayStation 5 DualSense teardown has revealed the potential causes of controller drift. You'd have thought by now, Steve, I would have realised not to read out the first line of a Eurogamer <laughs> news immediately after the headline, <laughs> wouldn't you? Because it's just it's, repetition. Right, uh, The YouTube video below from iFixit looks inside the DualSense to find out what is causing the drift that some users have reported. According to iFixit, the DualSense, as well as the DualSox 4, the Xbox One and Xbox One Elite controllers, all use off-the-shelf joystick hardware with a long history of predictable, preventable issues. Uh, and this is the interesting point. I thought um, iFix's investigation found that the components in these sticks could easily exceed their operating life in just over 400 hours of game time. 400 hours of game time, Steve, is what they reckon uh, is would be the uh, the sort of standard durability of the uh, of the uh, components within a dual sense and uh other ones that's not very long is it? it doesn't feel like very long it's you know uh that's not even getting into the intro of death stranding is it
1: a <laughs> <laughs> couple of cutscenes and you're done yeah yeah um i fix it i assume have got um have got a uh they've got some skin in this game though
0: well, um, they go on to say, uh, "iFixit ends by calling for console controller makers to make it easier to replace joysticks." Hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know much about iFixit, but uh, I guess the fact that they can't fix it um, <laughs> presumably means that they won't be covering this any 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 further. Uh, it was interesting that there was no mention um, of this uh, the switches drifting as I part of this well. story. Yeah, maybe it's um, got something all, else. Are we all used to it now, maybe?
1: Mm, mm. Um, what's the most robust piece of gaming hardware you've ever
0: owned? There's a question, isn't it? I um, mm. uh, I mean, I've I found I've got loads of Game Boys, well, loads, three Game Boys that still work perfectly. Um, mm. No uh, hardware issues with those.
1: That's probably the yeah, oldest. I was going to say, old school Game Boy uh, yeah. was, was pretty durable, wasn't it? Because uh, I guess um, it's a big piece of kit with very little inside it to go, go wrong. Whereas, you know, the further into the future we go, the more intricate these pieces um, become. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't have a PS5 yet, neither do you, as far Still as I know. So, literally, I'm all right, Jack.
0: Yeah, exactly. As, far
1: as this goes. All right, uh, let me pick a new story. Did you see this story about uh, Twitch this week? It really, honestly, this would be Anne's Anne finally story.
0: I did see it, I read it, and I thought if you asked me any further questions about it, I wouldn't be able to answer them. So, let's see how you get on. <laughs> Uh, Twitch have edited Metallica's, or
1: they edited live, Metallica's BlizzCon Online show to avoid a DMTH strike. This is according to VG247 uh, Dom Pepiat reports. If you're watching 2021's BlizzCon Online, uh, actually it's called online show on Twitch, you might have been taken aback to see heavy metal monsters Metallica sound a little different from what you were expecting. They replaced Metallica's live performance of For Whom the Bell Tolls, at the end of the opening ceremony with royalty free music to avoid a dmca takedown uh, making for some interesting scenes at the end of the show because this has been a problem with twitch for a while uh they've been sort of fighting a rolling online um and i guess offline battle with the uh owners of music copyrights and uh That's why Well, we've had stories about this on the show before that streamers are unable to use uh, most music. There is a very sort of thin stream of music that's Twitch authenticated that they can put in their broadcast. Otherwise, those streams will be muted, which is fine until you get to things like this. uh, When you have a band uh, performing their own music on a massive stream that everybody is watching. And they
0: find themselves muted. So um, was Twitch an official partner of BlizzCon line? There you go. <laughs> uh, that's not clear
1: to me. Um, I am uh, I'm looking at this. The, the, the story goes on to say, perhaps due to embarrassment about this whole sorry state of affairs, they've pulled the BlizzCon line VOD, Video On Demand, from the Twitch gaming channel. Um, so I guess they uh, I guess they pushed they pushed it at least on their front page and stuff. They would do because presumably it had many, many, many thousands of viewers. Uh, it says also that it's worth noting the performance was unedited on the official BlizzConline live stream and on Blizzard's own YouTube channel. It's just Twitch uh, that censored them to avoid getting a DMCA strike.
0: What other news did you see come out of BlizzConline?
1: Well... Um I did not follow this but I did see a lot of noise on social media about Diablo 2. It's back back back. Mm, what are they doing Simon is it is it the same game
0: or does it have added
1: content?
0: Uh I think I mean I've got I've got absolutely no interest in Diablo 2 so uh, I just that just scrolled past me with no acknowledgement. Um for me, uh but I think what I gathered was it's a remaster.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Are, are you happy about that? Well, you're gonna get yourself I've, on space hay and rant about it.
1: <laughs> I've a bit of history with the uh, Diablo Two.
0: Um, I reviewed it for Edge. If only you could talk to the monsters. Somewhat like that, I did give it six out of ten. What? What was it? <laughs> was it an intentional six out of ten?
1: Uh, yeah, this was no. Uh, this was no GTA uh, accidental scoring thing. Um, I played it for a long time,
0: a, a really long time. Well, I would long hope than, you finished it, Stee, before longer you felt qualified to give it an edge review.
1: Longer than <laughs> anyone should really play uh, for any game at the salary I was on. Future at the time. And uh, mind you, that said, sorry to tangent away from this for a second, um, I just got sent by my mum my very first pay slip from Future. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, a review, freelance review of um,
0: Croc 2 okay. for, for PC Gamer.
1: Right. <laughs> Do you know how much I was paid for that? This was 2000 and it was 2000.
0: Well, uh, games magazines used to pay by page, or certainly mm. when I was freelancing. Yeah, um, so it's a
1: single-page review.
0: Was it? Okay. It's so like, I guess I it
1: would have been about 500 words with probably an 80-word column box and out. a strap line yeah. and a little summary. Um, Why I don't you, you'd... at home... Play along. Play along. <laughs> just just pause the recording. If you're listening to it live, just think about it while you know I'm filling right now. Have a think. The answer's coming up as soon as Simon's made his guess.
0: I'm gonna guess 80 pounds, Steve. You would guess correctly, spot on, eighty Oh wow, quid. there you go. Part of the ecosystem, wouldn't I? So Yeah. Eighty quid. Eighty so. quid. Right. And how, how how long did it take you?
1: I don't know, I suspect, because this is my first uh, first ever printed, or uh, well, first ever game review, uh, commercial game review, um, paid game review, and I was probably very nervous, because I was at university at the time, uh, it's my final year of university, been given a break, you know, by, um, by Kieran Gillen. And uh, very presumably nice didn't want to let it go, let it down. let him down, or uh, screw it up. So I suspect I certainly played that almost as much as I played Diablo 2.
0: And <laughs> what score did you give it?
1: Oh, I don't know. I think it was about 7 out of 10. I think it was a 70-something. Um, anyway, Diablo I played for a long time, to the point that it basically gave me RSI, which gave me a real sort of existential crisis of what am I actually doing here? I'm just clicking and watching numbers go up. I'm just clicking and looting and numbers. Well, you do like Gumbas those up. games. Maybe that's my... Well, I do is... now. Right, I do now. Then. But this was the 2000s. I was young. I was on MySpace. <laughs> everything, everything was You're different. You're on edge. Everything was different. Everything was possible. I was on edge. Six out of ten. I but found, you know actually... I was going... I am excited. Are <laughs> you excited about playing it. and I will
0: re-review good it. Good for you. One Life Left. I found, actually, um, when I was uh, clearing out the front room, um, the uh, 10th anniversary issues of Edge. Uh, I've got mm. all 10 covers in a slipcase. I've Have now moved you? it to the shed. Yeah, maybe if we get desperate for content, we can open them up one by one and <laughs> uh, reminisce. I, th- I think I wrote in that. I think I wrote something for that. Um Thank you. Do you see the other news that came out of BlizzCon then? Um, They did a a shadow drop, as uh, Nintendo call it, um, of uh, the Blizzard Arcade Collection. Did you see this? Uh, Blizzard Arcade Collection. I did not see this, no. Okay, well, it's available now on PC. Uh, It's available on Switch, PlayStation and Xbox, I think. It contains 3 games, Steve. What 3 games would they be? I have no
1: idea. What Blizzard Arcade Collection? Yep. Okay. Um are these games I've heard of?
0: Yep. Well, there's 3 of them. I I heard of the I heard of one of them for the first time when it was re-released a couple of days ago.
1: I Come honestly, on. I honestly can't think of anything Blizzard have made apart well, from...
0: Well, they've made I, all the craft
1: games, right? It's, so, not, it's not
0: them. And it's uh, so the, made. So these games came out in 93 and 94. Now, I knew them as interplay games.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know, Simon. You're going to have to tell me.
0: Rock and roll racing.
1: Okay. Lost Vikings. I talk about the Lost Vikings a lot, of course, a forerunner of uh, Trine. Exactly. Did you say um, Trine or
0: Trine? Uh, I say whatever you say. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and, um, uh, where is it? A uh, Blackthorn. Platformer called Blackthorn, which I'd never heard of.
1: Blackthorn. No idea. Have you uh, looked okay. it up? No, no. Okay, <laughs> I haven't heard of it. It's not good enough for me. Perfect. Good. Perfect.
0: Okay. Uh, videogameschronicle.com. dot Chronicle.com Andy Robertson writes: Xbox dev boss. Sorry, Xbox's dev boss says FPS boost won't be possible to implement on all games. New feature was rolled out for six titles this week, significantly increasing performance. Uh, FPS Boost is a system-level feature that increases performance in select backwards compatible games without requiring changes to the original game code, according to Microsoft. The feature will see supported Xbox One games run at up to four times their original frame rate. The first titles to support the feature are Far Cry Four, New Super Lucky's Tale, Sniper Elite Four, UFC Four, and Watch Dogs Two. That's interesting, isn't it? An interesting feature where they are, you know, um, backwards compatible games have. Uh, previously benefited from um, increased resolution, but now they are uh, enhancing the frame rate, which uh, I think is uh, really nice.
1: It is. It sounds, though, uh, terrifyingly like that feature you get on modern TVs that uh, makes movies unwatchable. It turns, turns, uh, you know, where it takes the frames, interpolates between them, and, um, yeah, go around to my parents' house, and they have you it have switched it on off, everything, yeah. and it's it's. They don't understand what's wrong with it. Um, and
0: yeah. they not are they not heard Tom Cruise telling you to turn it off. <laughs> no. um, right, but this wouldn't be that, would they Otherwise, you could just do that for all games. Whereas this mm. uh, is something that they are specifically looking into on a per-title basis. Um, and as an example, uh, new, new Super Lucky's Tale can now run at up to 120 frames per second. Um, and UFC four delivers improved frame rate performance specifically on Xbox Series S and can now run at 60 frames a second. So it's not they're not turning them all up to the same frame rate.
1: How many uh, frames a second can your eyes see? Twenty five. About twenty five. I'm fine with twenty five. You could probably knock it down to fifteen, and I'd be <laughs> I'd be absolutely okay. Well, this
0: is the uh, thing, though, isn't it? I I am beginning. You know, I don't want to become an FPS snob, but um. You know, some some games on the Switch now. When you go from PC to Switch and you go from you know sixty or unlocked mm-hmm. down to thirty, um, it really does make a difference. Do you feel it? I do, I do, yeah. Mm. Um, well, particularly on racing games, you look at something like Mario Kart Eight, which runs at sixty FPS, I think, um, and then something like Crash uh, on the Switch, which doesn't, and um, there is a very a very real difference.
1: Uh, I will let you know uh, when I care about that. Uh, okay, I'll, cool. <laughs> I'll make a note. Posted. it. Uh, yeah. Um, the other news story that I've seen this week that I probably don't care about enough uh, to read out is the one about, have you seen this one? I assume it's high on all of the sites about Valve uh, being dragged into the Epic versus Apple. Yeah. Again, I,
0: yeah, I did the same as you. Okay. Are they? Are they, a win? are they? Don't know. Don't care. <laughs> I, I did. I
1: literally didn't click on it, but I guess um, feel good story for me to close with at least, and that's the story about Valheim. Now, what do you know about Valheim?
0: Well, I know it's doing very well. It sold three million copies and was made about made by about five people, wasn't it? Five people,
1: a Swedish game. It's about uh, it's about being a Viking, as I understand. Vikings are very hot right now. Uh, it's, yeah, it sold over three million copies in 17 days. The true, uh, true definition of an indie hit. Um, someone was saying I saw uh, the other day that this is um biggest game to come out of Sweden since Minecraft. Wow, yeah, um
0: also very, very high up on the um concurrent users on Steam as well, like I think it's maybe like the some like the fifth or sixth most played game on Steam mm, it says I,
1: it says here on the uh on the Gama Sutra website. Four hundred thousand peak concurrent users uh, becoming one of the most played titles at steam at time of writing it boasts more players than apex legends rust and grand theft auto V. so uh congratulations to them well That's done
0: absolutely well done. Uh, fantastic work have you played it i've not no um it's one of those games isn't it that um uh, that i understand you need to commit to um mm. and so i've been a little wary of it although um I have seen people say how accessible it is even in its early stages. So, um, yeah, I just, you know, I'm I'm too busy watching reruns of The Chase. (laughs) Keith Chegg was on it last night. And I was like, that was odd because he Mm -hmm. died a few years ago. Yeah, he was very clever at answering questions. Was he? He was, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Any more news? I do have one, actually. Um, uh, From Eurogamer. And uh, they wrote on the 20th of February. Oh, no, sorry. That's when it was updated. Uh, But uh, headline, how a small group of GTA fanatics reverse engineered GTA 3 and Vice City without so far getting shut down. Um, So Eurogamer wrote about a fan created um, remaster of uh, GTA 3 and uh, GTA Vice City, Re 3 and Re VC, Offer a raft of eye-catching improvements over the original games that are able to play officially on t- today on PC. Um, the bugs have been fixed, a debug menu and camera available, as instant compatibility with current controllers, no loading screens between islands, and widescreen support with properly scaled HUD menu, field of view, among other improvements. There were even improved effects for the PS2 versions. re 3 also includes a map of Liberty City in the pause menu, something missing from all versions, original versions of GTA 3. So what we had here was some fan projects. They were lovingly uh, updating some classic games. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a celebratory story on Eurogamer uh, earlier this week. Yesterday, uh, Wesley Hughes Paul writes, GTA 3 and Vice City reverse engineering fan project hit with DMCA takedown. Oh,
1: my goodness.
0: Um, and, yeah, like, literally the first comment says, I am shocked, shocked, that mere days after a major gaming na- news outlet publicly brought attention to this project, it was hit with a DMCA takedown. <laughs> Narrator's voice, he was not shocked. Ridiculous. <laughs> and I, keep yeah. quiet. You're a gamer. I didn't even get a chance to have a mess around with it. Oh
1: dear. Oh, that's a shame. I, I assume it's one of those projects that what it does is it recreates the engine, but does not distribute the original files. Uh, so you would load in the data that you get from the game, which a lot of the time feels like they are uh, feels like they're giving themselves a sort of uh, false hope that this is not infringing property. Although I have seen that work for a lot of old, older games. I know there's a brilliant um, fan-created Ultima 7 engine that effectively makes that game playable again by you know... I mean I want to say using your original discs but the original game came on three and a half inch floppy and <laughs> I don't know how you would connect that to a system uh, these days. But of course there's the... Um, there's the scum engine as well, isn't there, that allows yeah. you to run Monkey Island in a pleasant, modern-day format, and presumably you're a big fan of emulation. That must be one of the things you whack on whatever system you've got. I do whack it, just I, to check. I,
0: I do. I start Day of the Tentacle every time yeah, every and time. go, crikey, this is obscure, isn't it? I don't remember <laughs> I don't any of the solutions. Try X on Y. Uh, nice uh, intro, though. Yeah. Well, that's a
1: shame uh, for them. Has there been any reaction yeah. from the... From the devs of that?
0: Uh, I've closed the window, Steve, so let's take it look.
1: Alright, fantastic. That was the news. Thank you very much, Simon. One life left, video game news with Anne We are back. This is One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, but not yet recording from the Resonance Studios in South London. I'm recording from my apartment in South London. Uh, you'll occasionally be able to hear the sound of traffic going by. And Simon, where are you recording from?
0: Uh, this shared in the bottom of my garden. So I spoke to you in the day last week, the last show. We're back at, back at the recording in the evening. I've got some motion. Activated lights now that will enable me to see my way back to the through the mud to the house. Good health Um, and safety. Well, thing is, though, you can see my my camera's pointing at the door. Mm. If it goes on, that means someone's approaching. (laughs) Guy Cocker's outside listening. (laughs) I just want (laughs) to see the (laughs) lights just in sequence. (laughs) 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 Perfect.
1: Uh, Yeah, so that's fantastic. There's a little bit of decor gone up in the background as well. Some uh, Lego. I've got some arcade
0: stickers. machines. I've got two yeah. replica Galaxia machines. I've got a pie cave. Now that has struggled with the dust we've we've um we've had in the house while we've been getting the extension done. Um, I've got I'm gonna have to open that up and blow on it. Um, I was struggling to play Donkey Kong on it earlier. I've got yeah, I've got Lego Mario, Bowser, and Batman and Robin there. Uh, and then um you know. Other bits and bobs. I've also found uh, three copies of our first book.
1: Nice. I mean, sort of nice. What's the, uh, what's the eBay value? I'm assuming uh, these things are quite thing. rare. Dread to You'll have to pay
0: them. Well, exactly. Um, hey, I, uh, I stayed up um, this week, uh, later than I should have done, Congratulations. on Wednesday, to watch the Nintendo Direct.
1: I've heard uh, mixed reports about that Nintendo Direct. Uh, a lot of people were really, really excited about what was going to drop. Because, of course, as we've talked about on the show before, big anniversary coming up,
0: isn't it? Well, apparently it's t- it's today. like Apparently it's this weekend.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, the so first that, Zelda.
1: That anniversary. Anniversary of Zelda, which is... Uh, you would say that Nintendo have two main franchises, don't they? They have the marios and they have the zeldas uh, yep. mario's anniversary celebrated uh last year with the uh release of the uh what was it called i forgotten the all stars yeah uh the all stars pack which brought back super mario sunshine super mario 64 and the other one galaxy galaxy yeah in one beautiful pack and we speculated on one life left uh what they'd be doing for the anniversary of zelda
0: well, news uh, in on Wednesday, quite late, actually, past my bedtime. Mm. They are, they're they're only uh, re-releasing and updating. Um, I mean, I, I don't know about this, but what I assume is the worst Zelda. I've never played it. <laughs> I've never played it. Uh, Skyward Sword HD. Mm. Um, it was a, a Zelda that came out on the Wii. Um, uh, and so, like most of the games on the Wii, it... Forced you to use waggle controls. Mm. Um, although, you know, well, apparently you could play it with other uh, controllers, but a lot of the gameplay mechanics were built specifically around waggling. Don't mm. worry, they say, on the Switch, they've translated some of the, uh, the oh, sorry, not some of they've translated all of the waggles to... Um, the the right stick, so you know, you don't have to stand up. But you like, well, how is that? If you made a game based around a hardware feature, it's not just not a case of going if waggle equals this, then stick equals that, is it?
1: So the reason I heard about this is because I noticed on Twitter, uh, Twilight Princess was trending. And I was I was quite excited by that, clicked on the trending topic. Uh, and it was just loads of people going,
0: why aren't you remastering Twilight Princess? <laughs>
1: Which is probably not what Nintendo were looking for.
0: Did Nintendo answer?
1: Uh, <laughs> as with Twitter, the best case is to not ever reply to anything. Oh, no. Just ignore. Let it die. Anyway,
0: anyway, so this is 50 quid. It's, uh, mm. it's, it's out in June. It's 50 quid. Um, what the uh, the journos in the know have been saying uh, on Twitter Steers though uh, is that uh, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker will be coming out on Switch this year. They right. they they know this. Okay, uh, it just hasn't been confirmed yet. Uh, yeah, so that was that was that. Uh, right at the end though, they did unveil Splatoon three, which uh, was almost worth staying up for.
1: So I had to stop playing Splatoon uh, because I I loved it. Uh, I haven't got into a competitive um, a competitive shooter for a long time and uh, really, really enjoyed it. I loved the aesthetic, loved the presentation. I loved the game as well, but it was making me cross. I was, was it, rage was it, quitting all the time. I Was, was it because of all angry. the Japanese players being better than you? It was everyone being better than me uh, all the time. I was terrible at the game, loved it, terrible at it, and it was making me cross. And I thought, this isn't good for me. So I stopped playing it, and I assume uh, the same will be the case... With Splatoon three, what does it look like?
0: Oh, it was um, it was it was an intro movie, really. Okay, um, just a teaser trailer. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, it was phenomenal. Did, did you get up to ranked online or not? I did
1: just about, Since and that was when things got
0: uh, when I started to get cross. But when it opened up the other game modes, they were just fantastic. Mm. There we go. Um, not worth staying up for, uh, and and we told you all you need to know. Uh right, should we get all the letters? Let's do it. Email messages and life letters. So we have had some letters this week. We have had thank you for your letters. I felt a little bad. Um but yeah, Lawrence emailed during the show last week, didn't it? Or, or sorry, or just after it. Um, so we will throw back to that. Lawrence, we are right. Subject, final boss quit out. Hi, team, and maybe SSG. Have you ever quit a game on the final boss? The completer, finisher aspect of my personality has nearly always made me finish games I get most of the way through, although I think Final Fantasy VIII and one of the DS' elders got dumped on the final bosses. Usually, if I'm finding the boss too hard, I'll knock down the difficulty setting or just follow guides. Love the show. Lawrence. Um, Yes, the Dragon Quest... Um... Can you fill while I just try and look at which number it was? <laughs> uh, I've never
1: played a Dragon Quest. I've uh, never knowingly played Dragon Quest. What, all I know about it is, isn't it the one with the slimes? I think Here we it's go. the one with the slimes. Here we
0: go, I found it. Uh, Dragon Quest 11. Okay. Echoes of an elusive age. I got right to the final boss. Right Did to the you? final boss. And I killed him. Well and done. And then he came back.
1: And I was
0: that. not prepared um, for that. Um, I, you know, I, I, it had been quite difficult for me to get him down the first time. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. So it's okay. here, ready to go, ready to go on eBay.
1: Interesting. Um, I remember that specifically happening for me. I think, uh, I think it was with. Um, I think it was with Zelda uh, Wind Waker like I'm I'm not certain but I think that's the first time it happened with me but I plotted all plodded. it's not the right word I loved Wind Waker I thought it was a great game uh, got all the way to the end it was certainly in a Zelda game got to the final boss and the final boss was fighting all of the bosses in sequence
0: oh. and I thought
1: I'm not doing that like
0: a, <laughs> I've done that. I've, were you not watching? I've done all <laughs> of these. I don't need to
1: show that I can do this again. Um, and then, and that sort of set in relief with me, not really caring about the story, it was like, all right, I'm sort of sort of done with this. Um, recently, and I say recently, I guess it's a couple of years ago now, uh, but when you are our age, that is recently, uh, Smash Brothers so I, I played through the whole story mode on um, Smash Brothers in an attempt to find some joy in that game I mean the Switch, Smash Brothers because I've never understood it and yes I understand that that is not how you should be playing Smash Brothers, that the story mode the single player version isn't the point but my point was to prove that I am right for disliking Smash Brothers and therefore I set about to do that by playing it the way you're not meant to play it thus proving myself right congratulations and thank you so i put about 60 hours into that uh got to the final boss of that uh lost my first shot at it after it took about half an hour of grinding away and lost by a sliver of health and then i was like i'm not doing that again no need to uh, I really, really, very, very much uh, felt Lawrence's uh, email. I identify with that so much. The only way I'm going to do that, uh, like, play through a boss battle, is if I am captivated by the story enough and I can't recall the last time uh, that was the case. I did beat Zelda, actually. Um, All right, um, Link. No, what's the... Uh, <laughs> what's, the, what's the, uh, I forgot what it's called. Um Breath, of the, Breath wild. of the Wild, yeah. I, I I did, and thoroughly regretted it.
0: Why? Because
1: the story in that game is no great shakes, Simon. Uh, I like, <laughs> was not captivated by that story, um, but thought, I'm enjoying the game so much, like s- systems in that game, the world, and feeling like I'm making changes to this world felt great. I thought, I know, I will beat Ganon and I'll see what happens. Spoiler warning, mutes for the next 15 seconds if you don't want to know what happens at the end of um, Breath of the Wild. Nothing happens. You beat Ganon and nothing happens. The game ends, and if you want to uh, play the rest of the game, you have to return to what it was like before beating Ganon. So you might as well not. Regretted that. Seven out of ten.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a um, letter oh, sorry, there is. no I was just going to mention that um, it, so you know I'm not going to do any reviews uh, this week uh, I'm still playing Mario, Mario 3D world and what's really nice about that is that every end of level boss I've encountered so far I've done the first time and I remember Mario Odyssey actually being similar that um, you know it's three bounces on the head different mm. different patterns different enemies or what have you but bouncing three times you know where you, you know where you're at Perfect. Um, yeah, and and I'm really enjoying it.
1: Odyssey does it really, really well because Odyssey, you complete the game, get absolutely satisfaction. I've done, I've done it all. I can walk away, and then you get to the secret moon missions and the dark mm. side of the moon where it starts to get really, really hard. And if you're like me, you can go, cool.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> see, ya.
1: I'm see you. See am later, young people. <laughs> yeah. Well, just let us know. Yeah. Stick it on. Stick it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right. Um, there is another letter. I I wanted to read this one, Simon, but when I uh, loaded up Gmail, my Mac fans started to run hot. So <sighs> wow, it's the worrying. You'll, you'll have you'll have heard in the background, and I'll let Simon read this instead. Uh-
0: Sam Copson writes, Hi team! If I catch you before recording, I can attest that Wave Race is the game on N64. My girlfriend got me a 64 for Christmas, and it has been fascinating to go back and see what has aged well and what is rose tinted memory. It's been an honest pleasure to discover Wave Race still plays gloriously. Something about the way the hardware simulated being on water has never quite been bettered. I'm thinking PS2 or GameCube next, if you have any ideas for second appraisals, all the best, Sam. It's interesting, isn't it? Because the uh, GameCube version of Wave Race is not as good as the N64 version, is it? It looks nicer, um, but I don't think it plays as well. So I
1: um, love the GameCube version Uh, in a similar way to loving the GameCube version of F-Zero. I guess the GameCube, because it was uh, it was very much one of my edge consoles, right? That was uh, that was the console that was Nintendo's at the time. I was I was writing about games and playing all of those games, uh, and I loved that game. It, it felt like the wettest video game I have ever played, right? That's so beautiful. Um, similarly, as I've talked about on the show before. Uh, N64 hit while I was at university, and I barely played it. Really, um, so I'm. I'm told that's the case. But for me, what um, were you
0: doing, Steve? Were you out, out and about? Were you? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've ta- have I talked about how we played N64 on the show? As a vent wasn't it? Well, yeah, well, I have yeah. talked to you about it that yeah. we we rented it from the campus yeah. drug dealer. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, so I never really played Wave Race. I understand that that is the the better version uh, on N64. Uh, but I'm, it's for me, it's a real surprise to me. We've talked about this on the show, certainly, that I am conti- you know in a constant state of devastation that Nintendo have all of these Nintendo Directs and refuse to announce a new F-Zero. They're not interested in it, no. but they're also not interested in Wave Race, are they? No. Why is that?
0: I don't think they're interested in us, Steve. <laughs> they? That's what it is. Well, Do you mean us I mean, as me and you, but also us as a proxy for middle-aged men? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think they are being deliberately hostile towards us now. <laughs> I think they've <laughs> declared <attack>. war. <laughs> exactly.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. But um, I, I wonder whether there's there's something about those sort of games, racing games, that they're like, yeah, there's there's nothing in it for us attacking that market they've got mario kart right which is is broad enough for them but um mm, it's a shame though they're brilliant games yeah. brilliant 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 games
0: <laughs> well glad you're enjoying them sam keep us posted what, what else you uh discover um and uh yeah appreciate your letters do keep them coming to team
1: at onelifeleft.com. to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM I am probably right now talking over a brilliant piece of chiptune music which we will have probably taken from chipmusic.org it's difficult for me to tell because we put all of that in in post later but please 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 uh, go to our show notes which you'll find at www.onelifeleft.com, and you'll be able to tell the name of the chiptune artist and we are very, very grateful to then, and to chipmusic.org, of course. Also grateful to Phil, our under-caretaker, who does all of that hard work for us.
0: Uh, I was very, very grateful that last week, Steve, you didn't say that um, as part of the show, because we overran. Uh, I could, We could only use one piece of music in last oh week's show. Oh, okay. I, st- I had to stick one of those old One Life Left um, uh, jingles in. Right, okay. Good. Uh, and then My off we destiny. went. Bf
1: getting an airing.
0: Um the question I was going to ask you actually, um, wh- while we conduct some admin, HR, um, we, we we broadcast on a Monday. This is when the show airs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been on a Monday slot for a while now. Um, now I used to like a Monday slot because we used to get bank holidays off, didn't we?
1: That's right. Yeah. So, so there of, uh, would be a bit
0: of holiday. A little bit of holiday, a little bit of me time. Um, do you think we'll still get them?
1: I think we might, because okay. Resonance often does something special on a holiday, oh, don't Oh, right, we? okay, good. And we, we're not very special, so we don't qualify. <laughs>
0: That's true. No, I was just planning on, you know, spending some more time just sitting in my house, you know. <laughs> Making the do most that when of bank you've got holiday. a shed,
1: Simon? You can sit well, outside your house. Lucky for you. Okay, all right. Should we do the reviews?
0: You're, you As I say, you're going to need to carry <laughs> me for this, steer, Okay.
1: Well, here's the thing, son. I think I can. Um, Please do. Because I've been playing a couple of things. I've I, I actually completed a game this week. Uh, completed two games wow. this week, as well as playing. Do you a not have challenge synth riders. <laughs> well, one of them. Uh, one of them was. Minute Fun Racer. Did you see that? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. I saw that it uh, it its shadow dropped this week, didn't it? Mm. So uh, fans of One Life Left will be aware of Minute, um, and fans of good video games will be as well. Minute is a beautiful and brilliant game published by Devolver Digital, uh, in which you spend a minute in this beautiful black and white game world, uh, top down uh, exploration game pixel art uh you spend a minute and then you drop dead and then you reboot uh and using the knowledge you have accrued during that minute of gameplay uh you have to explore and slowly unlock all of this world very very clever and brilliant uh game you should play it if you haven't already it's a solid seven out of ten um well the team behind that dropped a game called minute fun racer uh, also published through Devolver, but with all of their proceeds going to charity. Uh, a Minute fundraiser Racer takes the same principle that you get to spend a certain amount of time in this world before the game world resets, but it applies it to what amounts to a, a very, very simple racer. You go up and down, you collect coins. At the end of this mini-game loop, you spend those coins on uh, power-ups, on um, things that let you go faster, a helmet to protect you from one crash, various other things. And that game loop uh, proceeds until you're basically capable of completing the game, which I've done. Uh, it's great. It's super, super fun. How long fun. did it take you? I reckon it took... Well, actually, you know what? Let's look it up. Um. Oh. <laughs> well, according to Steam, it took me 5.6 hours, but I assume I have left it on. I reckon it took me about an hour. Uh, So yeah, it's really, really good fun. All of your money goes to charity. Uh, It's fully, fully worth uh, the entry price, which you can choose what to donate. Essentially, not going to, not going to tell you what I donated because that's not important.
0: So if you want to donate a
1: minimum amount of a couple of quid, you'll get the game for that. (laughs) Uh, Seven out of 10. Uh, I also played um, Ultima Adom: Caverns of Chaos, which is a reimagining of one of the original roguelikes. Uh, it's an early access, so I didn't play it for uh, very, very long. But I'm looking forward to how uh, watching how that evolves over the next, uh, well, years, hopefully. Uh, because it's one of those very, very, very procedurally generated games. Um and that I'm excited to play it more, 7 out of 10. But the game that I'm most excited to talk about is a game called Video Hole. It's actually called Video Hole Episode 1, and normally Episode 1 in games is enough to stop me downloading it, because honestly, Simon, I'm not interested in Episode 1. I'm interested in all the episodes, or nothing. Um, But um, something about it grabbed my attention. I don't know what it was. I think it might have been the... um, Do you follow that Steam six-second trailers? I do. On Twitter, so sometimes I see one of those and it grabs me, and I'm like, "Yeah, all right, I'm in." Doing its
0: job, then, isn't it that uh, that Twitter handle?
1: Yeah. So, and also, it's a couple of quid. It seemed to be the team's first game, and uh, yeah, atmospherically, it looked interesting. looked a bit like Frog Detective. Frog Detective is uh, what amounts to a very, very simple puzzle game, or some might call it a walking simulator. Walking around a beautiful and bright and fun world and so is um video hole um i uh, described it on uh, twitter when I, I talked about it as as charming and simple and i'll do the same now uh, i'd also say it's a little bit more existential than frog detective which is a very very charming and wholesome game this is about a um A person or a thing, I guess, that works in a video rental store and is living that kind of millennial or Gen Z life of not really knowing how this loop unfolds and why they're doing this and thinking what they're going to be. Indeed, they are living a kind of MySpace life where everything seems possible and nothing is happening to them. And yeah, there are loads of characters in this world you can talk to, uh, understand their hopes and dreams. You have a boss uh, who you don't exactly get on with and you can worry about getting fired by them and then slowly uncover a mystery in this world as well. I'm not going to say too much more about it because it's really worth everybody experiencing this for themselves. Uh, I really, really enjoyed the writing in this uh, to the point I could get over... Uh, the spelling errors Uh, (laughs) if the team are listening to this and you want me to fix them i'm absolutely happy to do that like i would love to honestly uh because that was the only thing i disliked about the game was the sub editing everything else is brilliant the graphic design is gorgeous the world is just awesome and the writing itself and i speak as someone who used to be a writer i don't often like the writing in video games i don't often like the stories in video games as you'll have been able to tell if you've listened to this episode i loved the writing in this and i loved the story and i loved the atmosphere it took about an hour and a half for me to complete from beginning to end and i would genuinely uh recommend it to everybody listening to the show seven out of ten
0: I can't think of a higher endorsement, Steve. <laughs> well, that's one want... more mark than Diablo 2 got. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I mean by recommending it to everybody, I often yeah. wonder, you know, if you get people that um are listening just to hear how they're, uh what score their game got, whether they um whether it's possible to get the joke. Mm. Uh if you if you're not a regular listener, um well, this this—that's uh, not my problem, is it?
1: <laughs> I I think the best thing I can say about that is that uh, that that I will never forget that Chime, uh, the game that I wrote uh, a few years ago, was doing brilliantly on Metacritic until Eurogamer reviewed it, and because we're friends with Eurogamer and they listen to the show, they gave it seven out of ten,
0: <laughs> which
1: took Chime's Metacritic down to. <laughs> 78 or something Uh, which is exactly what I deserved thank you
0: I think that's probably it isn't it Simon that is probably it, it's it's been nice to speak to you Steve, cheered me up actually it's been
1: wonderful to talk to you as well Simon and thank you uh, to everyone for listening to One Life Left it continues to be a highlight of my week even in these locked down times
0: Do uh, keep dropping us uh, your thoughts on Twitter, your letters via email, and I don't know, whatever Clubhouse is.
1: Yeah, I will see you all on uh, Space Hay or MySpace. (laughs) But until that point, uh, we've been One Life Left, and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.